as we come out of the tefillahs of Yom Kippur, and really a month of tefillah, and we're preparing to enter the sukkah, we have to wonder what are the things that we can take from our tefillah experience and bring with us into the sukkah and beyond. So we're not going to be able to focus on all of the elements of tefillah, but I wanted to focus on one specific line of vidui. One of the things that we clap our chest for is ta'inu. We have strayed off of the path that we're supposed to be on. So what exactly does this mean? What does it mean that we've strayed off of the path? How do we know if we're back on the right track? How do we know if we're on the right path? And what should be the lessons moving forward as we enter the sukkah? So the Balaturim points out that the word ta'a, the shoresh of ta'inu, ta'a, taf ayin hey, appears three times in Tanakh. The first is when Yosef is looking for his brothers. Yaakov sends Yosef to find the Shvatim. Obviously, we know that once he does find them, they throw him into a pit and sell them. But as he's looking for them, the Torah tells us, that a man found him and he was wandering in the field, that he couldn't find them. And this man gives him advice of where to look and he ultimately finds his brothers. The second instance is found in Sefer Shemos and talking about a lost item or a lost animal, which has strayed. The Pasuk says, If the animal is straying, if it's lost, then you should surely return it. And finally, in, in Mishlei, Shlomo HaMalach tells us, Adam haskel, that there are people who stray from the path of intelligence. So if we start analyzing the ways that this word is used, there's a clear difference between the toa in reference to Yosef and the toa in reference to a lost animal. Yosef is not lost. He's not wandering aimlessly. He's looking for his brothers. He knows exactly what he's looking for. He's just looking in the wrong place. Until this man, this Malach, according to Rashi, comes and informs him that he's just looking in the wrong place, Yosef knew exactly what he wanted. He just didn't know where to find it. Now, the animal is Toa. He's straying. He's wandering. But that's more of a pointless, haphazard wandering. The lost donkey does not attempt to reach any particular destination. It just roams mindlessly without any pursuit of a specific objective. And perhaps we could say that Shlomo HaMelech, when he says that people wander from the wise path, he's referring to both. There are two types of people, two types of straying from the path of intelligence, according to Shlomo HaMelech. Some are like Yosef. They're searching for something, but they're not able to locate it because they're looking in all the wrong places. Sometimes we mistakenly think that we can get whatever we want out of life, contentment, fulfillment, security, happiness, but we look in places that it's not really found. We don't know where to look. So we're straying from the Derech Haskel really just searching in all the wrong places. But others are like a lost animal, just wandering aimlessly, sometimes selfishly or lazily, failing to interact with or improve the world in any way. They don't want to follow a particular path or work towards a goal. So over the past few weeks, as we, as we clap our chest saying, Ta'inu, we've strayed, we're talking about both. Sometimes we're following the wrong course in life. We're setting for ourselves the wrong goals, objectives, not realizing that we're just looking in all the wrong places. We know what we want, but we don't know how to get it. But there's another type of straying that we've done, which is recklessness, selfish, lazy. Rather than knowing what we're even looking for, we just kind of are going with the flow. In this week's Parsha, and really in the coming Chag of Sukkos, we're given a remedy to this Ta'inu. How do we get back on track? So the Torah tells us. In uh, Parshas Hazinu, Perak Lamed Be'ez, Pasuk Zion, the Torah tells us, Zechor Yimos Olam, Binushnos Darvador. Remember the days of old, understanding the generations. Shalavidcha v'yagedcha, zekeinecha yomru lach. Ask your father, he'll tell you. The zekeinim, they will help you. 
Moshe tells us to look at the past, learn from the past, seek the guidance of our parents, grandparents, ancestors, rebellion, teachers. When we're looking, but we can't find our way, we're supposed to ask people who have been there before, who have life experience, seek out Eitzah, seek out counsel, advice. They will help us find our way. Moshe is instructing the people to plug into the Masorah and look to it for guidance. Now, a few psukim later, the Torah tells us in Pasuk Yod, Yim Midbar, that Hashem found us in the Midbar, Ubiso Yilel Shimon, Yishimon, in the waste of a howling wilderness, Yisilva and he encircled us, Yivon and he helped, he cared for us, or he helped us understand, Yitzirenu Ki no, and he kept us as the apple of his eye. So Rashi explains that this Pasuk is talking about the Anane HaKavod, the Anane HaKavod, the clouds of glory that Hashem used to protect us in the Midbar. And based on this Rashi, the Dego Machna Ephraim points out that, of course, one of the reasons why we build a sukkah in the first place is to remember the Anane HaKavod, right? So this Pasuk is actually talking about sukkahs. Hashem gave us the Chag of sukkos to show us that He cares for us. Hashem figuratively found us wandering in the desert as a nation of slaves to power, and He brought us into it with the embrace of the sukkah, with the mitzvah of sukkah. And he helped us understand that our mission in life is to be Ovdei Hashem, to have a strong kesher, a strong relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Reb Leibla Eger explains that the interplay between Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, you can imagine it's like a parent who f- learns that their child did something wrong and feels the need to punish them. That's the din of Rosh Hashanah. But as soon as the parent hears the child beg for forgiveness over Yom Kippur, they instantly drop whatever punishment they had in mind and simply just embrace the child. That embrace is Sukkot. We are hopefully reborn or revitalized on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And Sukkot gives us the opportunity to get back on the path that we have strayed from, to move from the point of having begged for and been given life and now to make something of our lives, to put everything that we've davened for, all the inspiration of our tefillos, everything we've taken out of tefillah, to put it towards serving Hashem. Mir Hashem, we should recognize that yes, we may have strayed off the path, but now we're back on track. We've plugged back into our Mesorah, as Moshe tells us, and we know exactly what way we're supposed to serve Hashem. We're supposed to take all of that energy and channel it toward HaKadosh Baruch Hu and serving Him with the Sukkah. So Mir Hashem, we should be able to do this as we are uh, preparing, maybe finishing our Sukkahs, finishing building, preparing to sit in the Sukkah with Hashem. We should recognize that the Sukkah is Hashem's hug. The Sukkah is representative of the Anani HaKavod that took care of us for so long, that protected us, that's exactly what Hashem does for us in our lives. And even when we stray off of the path that we're supposed to be on, we know that we can always come back. And Sukkah is the perfect time to do this. So Mir Hashem, that's exactly how our Sukkah should be. We should enjoy time with our family, with friends, and use all of our newfound inspiration from Elul and Tishrei and put it right into the Sukkah, bring it into the Sukkah with us as we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everybody have a great Shabbos and a great Yontif.